Hey there, what's up everybody? Welcome to Evoke Greatness. This podcast was created for those of you who, like me, are driven by their curious nature and fascination with the champion mindset. If you have an insatiable hunger for growth and knowledge, or maybe you're just curious on how some of the most successful people have navigated their journey, we share the ups and the downs, the highs and the lows, and all the lessons learned along the way. It doesn't matter what chapter you are on in your story. Maybe you're just getting started, or heck, maybe you're halfway through. What I know is where intention goes, energy flows. It's my most sincere hope that you will hear something in one or maybe many of these episodes that resonates with you and reminds you that you are not in this alone. As we venture into year two, I hope that you find a sense of connection and community when you're here because we all deserve a place where we belong. My name is Sunny, and I am so glad you're here. If you're new, there's a few things you want to know about me. I am a huge book nerd and a wee bit of a control enthusiast with an obsession for motivational coffee cups. I believe that a rising tide raises all ships, and I invite you along in this journey to evoke greatness. Welcome back to another episode of Evoke Greatness. Last week, we talked about reflecting on the previous year, right? Reflecting on all that has occurred for you within 2023, navigating and taking inventory of where those big successes were, where the big challenges were, where did you grow? What are those things that you need to leave behind in 2023 as you step into a fresh, clean new year, just filled, brimming with opportunity for amazing things for you. And this week, I wanted to talk through setting goals for 2024. What does that look like? You know, thinking about what your aspirations or your dreams are and how do they align with your purpose? What are those really, really specific things that you want to accomplish? You know, are, are you tracking your progress? Are they measurable? Do you have some sort of indicators that you can gauge how well you're doing? Trying to go into the year with resolutions is unfortunately kind of setting yourself up for failure. I think it is, has really great intentions to it. But if you look at the statistics, something like 80% of people's New Year's resolutions fall by the wayside by the third week of January. You know, think about the profitability that gyms see at the beginning of the year. Everybody wants to lose weight. Maybe not everybody, almost everybody has this, has this idea in mind to go in, okay, I'm going to hit the gym. No, I haven't done it really for the last year, but come January, I'm going to hit the gym and I'm going to, I'm going to do all these really big things. So gyms get really packed for the first week, first two weeks. People are stuck in contracts. They're paying high gym fees. And guess what? They fall by the wayside because there's not a plan constructed around what you want to achieve. And if you can think about a resolution and what does that really mean to you versus a goal or even more so as we get into the verbiage of this, what is the commitment? What is the commitment that you have for yourself in 2024? A commitment is, that's a strong word. 
there's a lot of power in that. And are you committed to honoring your word to yourself? Are you committed to honoring your word to others? When you create a plan and you have a sense of commitment there, you don't have as much of an opportunity for it to for you to lose motivation. Motivation is that desire and that drive to make a change, whereas commitment, that's the action, right? That's the determination and the dedication to follow through with that change. Motivation can come and go. And I think it was last week's newsletter, motivation is bullshit. I think it was Mel Robbins who said that. And that's because that can really fluctuate depending on how you're feeling, what your circumstances are, what those results are. While commitment is, it's strong, it's steady, and it's based on your mindset. It's based on your choices and what that promise is to yourself. Motivation can help you start something, but commitment makes you unwilling to not see it through. And so think about what your commitments are to yourself. Throw resolutions out. Heck, throw goals out. What are you committed to? Then think about what are those, what are the strategies? What are those action steps that you are going to take to achieve your goals? And what kind of support do you need? Put those timeframes on it. So if by the end of 2024, you want to complete X, let's reverse engineer this, right? What do you have to complete in Q1 of 2024 to ensure that you successfully meet your commitment? What do you have to do in January? What do you have to do in the first week of January? How can you build those, these milestones, these, these micro accomplishments in through the year to ensure that you honor that commitment that you set for yourself, that you set for your future? How are you going to monitor that progress? How are you going to evaluate and keep track of that? And then what criteria are you going to use to measure your success? And when those micro accomplishments come, it's really important to celebrate those achievements. How are you going to do that? How are you going to reward yourself for honoring those commitments for, and for putting forth the energy and the effort to show up each day, to show up each week for yourself? Don't lose sight of that. Celebrate the small wins. That's how we get to the big wins is by not, you know, by not letting that motivation fall by the wayside and then feeling like you're never going to get there. And so you might as well just stop. You might as well just go back five steps. No way. You know, so think about celebrating yourself and honoring yourself along the way. And then everybody gets there, right? Where you, where you run into a roadblock. So how are you going to cope with potential obstacles or setbacks? You know, what is your contingency plan? How do you, how do you make sure that you're realistic in knowing that there may be some setbacks? How are you going to pivot? How are you going to recalibrate? You know, think about a big, trying to turn a big ship. You don't turn it on a dime. And so if you're anticipating any obstacles coming your way, then you're going to have some plans in place. You're going to have some of those contingency plans. And then a huge part of this is your mindset. That's something I always talk about. 
How much are you working to cultivate that positive growth-oriented mindset for the coming year? How curious are you? You know, really looking at having a curious mindset and open attitude as you look at new opportunities and challenges as learning experiences versus just really hard things that you're going up against. Do you have a practice around gratitude or reflection? That's an incredibly important part. It doesn't matter what time of day you do it, right? So some people, I love to do it in the morning, first thing in the morning. Some people like to do it at night as the day wraps up. But what is that gratitude and optimism practice where you can focus on things that that you actually have control over rather than the things that you can't control or the things that you lack control over? How often are you asking for feedback? You know, when you think about those relationships of mentorship and having a personal board of directors, are you seeking feedback from from the people who have achieved the things that you want or the people who can give you advice on how to grow, how to navigate some of those obstacles? That's the beauty of it. When somebody has been through a situation that you may face in the future, They are uniquely qualified to help coach you through that. And that's a beautiful thing. That was really the the whole idea of starting this podcast was how can I share some of my journeys and the roadblocks and the obstacles and the potholes that I stepped into with others so that when they experience something, when they are faced with something that I have went through, they can have the wisdom and knowledge through my experiences to actually avoid those themselves. And how flexible are you are you in gently you know how flexible are you from a mindset perspective? How flexible are you in your actions? How adaptable are you? Are you willing to change your plans or strategies if they're not working? If the situation changes, if you know I'm think I mentioned it, well, there's a newsletter on last week's podcast, but a lot, a lot of people were personally impacted by layoffs. How do you come back from that? That's a really challenging thing, especially through the holidays. So it's not only financially challenging, it is emotionally and psychologically challenging. And so as the workforce continues to kind of shift and morph How can you set up some of those contingency plans so that if a situation changes, you may have kind of three steps ahead of what you would have been had you not really thought through this process? Are you working to be resilient and persistent in not giving up on those goals or not giving up on yourself when you face difficulties or you face failures or you face setbacks? Remember to be compassionate with yourself. Treat yourself and others with that compassion and that support so that the situation is not one of strife. Rather, it's, there's a sense of kindness and respect in it. I think really getting clear on what you want for your life, like a vision board, right? Create a vision board for your life. Friend, I want to see you succeed so bad, but I can't show up for you. You have got to show up for you. 
Show up for you because you believe you are worth it. What if you started now on all of those resolutions that will fall flat by week two of January? You know, what if you, what if you started on those and actually didn't give up? What if you got to week three? What if you got to week four? You know what you're doing? You're putting deposits in your own bank account, your bank account of commitment and honor to yourself. I can't, you know, I can't put your feet in front of you. I know you're worth it. I know how badly some of you want the things that you can, you can literally close your eyes and you can see them, you can feel them, you can taste them. I want you to get there. I want you to get there so bad. I can feel in my bones how different it would make you feel. Can you feel that? Can you feel that? You know, what if this year you finally did it? That motivation, again, it's fleeting. And if you only do the things that are good for you when you feel like it, when you feel motivated, you're setting yourself up for failure. So step into that commitment. You know, did you hear the distinct difference between motivation and commitment? How can you learn to do the hard things better? You know, there are ways to get yourself to lean into being uncomfortable as you strive to complete hard goals, hard commitments. And I hope that you find it in you. I hope that you can look in the mirror and say, I don't feel like it, but I know I'm worth it. I want you to see all of the goals that you have for 2024, all of the commitments that you have. I want want you to see them through. What if it's the first time in your life you've done this? What if it's something you've been working on for 10 years that you've given up on yourself over and over? Or heck, maybe it's not. Maybe Maybe you've achieved a ton, but there's one thing that feels like that thorn in your side that you couldn't get there. How about this year? How about 2024 is it for you? There are so many resources, free resources available to us to tap into. You know, as we have wrapped up this year, I have a last handful of books that I've read, Mind Shift by Erwin McManus, The One Truth by John Gordon. One that I'm getting into now is Forever Strong by Dr. Gabrielle Lyon. There are podcasts, there are YouTube videos, you know, there's so much. Some of the, some of my favorite podcasts are Ed Milet, Tom Bilyeu. Those are people who, gosh, they're brilliant. They have been to the places that I want to go. And so I pay very close attention to the things that they talk about, the habits that they have, the routines that they keep, the commitments that they see through. It's inspiring for me because there's a whole lot more I want to create. There's a whole lot more I want to do. You know, 2023 was a weird year. There was this part of me that kind of wanted to step back into a full-time role because I missed the team aspect of things. And then as I got to exploring opportunities, I declined all of them because 
I just felt like what I'm doing, I have achieved a sense of balance like I probably have never had before in my life. And having that sense of balance has been something that is meaningful to myself, to my husband, to my kids. And being on the road all the time, being committed to the you know, growth of other people and a team and a company. Those are all wonderful things, but man, it can really create a sense of imbalance. And so this entrepreneurial journey has been one that has been like a roller coaster. There have been ups and downs and there have been really interesting things that have come about. And I have learned a lot about myself. I fortunately hired a coach literally the minute that I quit my corporate role. And I'm still working with her today. And what I have accomplished in this last year and a half has been surprising for me. I wasn't sure I was, I wasn't sure I was cut out for it. And so I've surprised myself and I've also celebrated those things that I've achieved. And some of the most meaningful part of that is the balance that I've achieved. And that's not something I'm willing to give up. And so I've had to really kind of prioritize things, create my my own non-negotiables as to what the future looks like. And there are a lot of hospice companies that I'm going to help in 2024. There are a lot of teams that I'm going to help coach and lead through challenging situations. And I am so excited for that. And I feel like it's just one building a block on top of the next. And I'm continuing to grow and learn. And that is something that is so fulfilling to me. I will never get there because there's not really a place. I think there's an idea in people's minds of where they want to be. When will you have made it? When will you have accomplished? Now, so long as I continue learning and growing, there is such a sense of gratitude and fulfillment for that, that I have the opportunity to do that. So I'd encourage you, lean into the free resources. There's a wealth of them. They're at the the tips of your fingers, available on the internet right now. And so how bad do you want it? You want to become a better speaker? Start practicing. Start speaking at every type of event you can. Watch TED Talks. Video yourself. Recognize the mannerisms. Recognize the filler words that you're using. Create a time of devotion or intention for yourself each day so that you can pull it back to center because there's going to be days where you feel totally off track. So create a time every single day where you reflect, where you create and set your intentions, where you do your devotion because you are worth that. I hope to have you continue to listen throughout 2024 as we navigate, you know, this coming year together. And I hope that you have taken this last week or weeks of the year to really reflect, to take inventory and get really introspective as to what you want to change. What do you want to fine tune? And take action. Take action. Make the choice every single day. I don't care if it's a baby step. Take action 
every single day on that commitment that you are setting for yourself for 2024. I hope you all have a safe and happy New Year's. And I look forward to joining you again next week. Thank you so much for listening and for being here on this journey with me. I hope you'll stick around. If you liked this episode, it would mean the world for me if you would rate and review the podcast or share it with someone you know may need to hear this message. I love to hear from you all and want you to know that you can leave me a voicemail directly. If you go to my website, evokegreatness.com and go to the contact me tab, you'll just hit the big old orange button and record your message. I love the feedback and comments that I've been getting, so please keep them coming. I'll leave you with the wise words of author Robin Sharma. Greatness comes by doing a few small and smart things each and every day. It comes from taking little steps consistently. It comes from making a few small chips against everything in your professional and personal life that is ordinary, so that a day eventually arrives when all that's left is the extraordinary.